Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here, working remote in the garden level of the Holman House, as a matter of fact, uh, assisted by his black lab, Walter, and uh, his rescue dog, Baxter. That's the uh, entirety of the workforce here right now. We've got everybody working remote right now, as does this gentleman, Trevor Tkach, who is the head of the uh, Traverse City Tourism. And, you know, most of the times when I have you on, I open with, who wouldn't want that job? I'm not sure that is true right now. <laughs> well, yeah, right. It's uh, interesting times we're in, and I don't think any job is feeling that great, honestly. We're all kind of doing a, a job much different than what we traditionally would do, right? Yeah, we certainly are. Now, tell me about the circumstance at your place, and there, I would presume you're probably the only guy in the building if you're in the building at all. Well, yeah, I'm one of the few essential staff that can come in and check the mail and make sure the pipes haven't burst, but, you know, it's you're familiar with this market, Chris, and I think a lot of the listeners are as well. You know, the Traverse City, Northern Michigan market, hospitality market, you know, we, a lot of times businesses are saving up a lot of money in the summertime to make it through wintertime. They might still be doing business, they might be open, but they're probably running an operation deficit or to run a break even until you get to spring. And so when the coronavirus became active and started to increase in numbers of those affected by it and the restrictions started to come down from the state was right when Traverse City should have been coming into its peak, right? We're, we're just starting to get up and get going where we would be working at a really high volume, a really high clip with conference business and meetings and events in the spring and then, you know, coming to the real pinnacle in July and August. Well, all that's in jeopardy now. So those poor businesses that you know held onto their dollars very tightly through the winter time to be ready to go in spring just have the carpet pulled off from under them, and that's where we find ourselves right now. You know, it's interesting as a golf course owner, I can really empathize with that because that's exactly what you do. You do put your cash away so that you can get through the winter. But if opening day doesn't come, you're running this deficit now. Now, talk to me a little bit about because PPP funds are coming available as of now. Tell me about your circumstance as a non profit because that's a little different situation. Yeah, I think we're all collectively trying to navigate these great disaster relief programs coming from the state and federal level. You know, one that we took advantage of right away, unfortunately because our workload volume and our and our revenues dropped so significantly so quickly, you know, we had to lay a number of people off, unfortunately. And I, I will say that the unemployment benefits appear to be strong right now with the additional $600 per week available to those laid off. So I think that was a, a good opportunity right off the bat. But what we've tried to navigate since then is what loans and what other potential funding models do we have to keep the organization solvent? Uh, unclear. I've, I've gotten mixed reviews about whether or not a 501c6, a membership-based nonprofit organization like a chamber, like a CVB, whether or not we are entitled to the PPP loan, which is the one for payroll protection that allows you to continue to pay your employees. I think somewhat keeping the burden off of the government with unemployment which a percentage of that or a piece of that number of that would be basically a grant, a forgiven loan, if you will. I'm not clear if we qualify for that, but we are applying for other loans. The the economic injury disaster loan is one that we've already put in for. It has a maximum of $2 million draw on it. No guarantee, and this is what I'm thinking about when I'm starting to fill out these applications. It's not about whether or not you have to use it today. It's not about whether you need it 
today. It's about, we have no idea how long this virus is going to last. We have no idea what kind of long-term impact it's going to have. Better to have those dollars available to you now than wish you would have applied for them, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting when Ford uh, hired Mulally just before, you know, the, the disaster, the economic disaster, it was kind of interesting because his first strategy was borrow as much as you can. They even leveraged the logo, the Ford logo, to get cash. And as a result, he was the only one that, you know, didn't have to get a bailout from the government. But that's exactly right. Rally your cash now. Get it somewhere where you can get your hands on it because this is kind of a survival mode situation right now. It is 100%. And this is pretty, pretty cheap cash money as they say you know we're down in the two and three percent which is definitely better than what we were getting i already i mean we, it's a good business that you know runs at a pretty high level as far as a budget you know we, we had a line of credit we tend to try to draw our dollars right down to the last penny you know in in our lowest throws of the budget and then climb back up so we already had some protections there but clearly no one anticipated it would look like this and so i think those were being nimble and really thinking about okay i need to prepare for the long term right now are the ones who likely will be standing at the end. Well, I'll tell you what, my feeling is that as soon as this breaks and Traverse City is open for business, you're going to find yourself building more hotels because (laughs) the pent-up demand is going to just be kind of overwhelming. We miss Traverse City right now. Oh, indeed. I'm missing Traverse City right now, and I live here. I mean, there's all these great things that I'm not getting to experience and enjoy that I normally would this time of year, but I think you're 100% right, Chris, and the reality is, you know, people are going to want to get out quickly. They might experience destinations differently at the onset. I see a lot of, I'm anticipating a lot of family adventure early on like you haven't seen your your mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle for a while you might see more reunion based sort of gatherings and Traverse City's definitely been a hot spot for that over the years I think you'll see less giant congregations of people or if you have those events they'll be more spread out hard to tell what the restrictions will be on some of those bigger iconic events like a cherry festival but likely they'll look a little bit different or maybe they won't even happen this year hard to tell at this point yeah. so people are probably going to be looking for more wide open space when they finally do get out and start to venture back out in the travel space. Yeah, and maybe a few more face masks will appear at the uh, knickknack shops, you know. Trevor, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll look forward to getting up there and seeing you. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Chris. All right, bud. Trevor Takach, who is the head of Traverse City Tourism. You're listening to the Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman. We'll be right back with more. 